This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. Good morning, radio family. Happy weekend and welcome back. Indeed, another great opportunity to engage in conversation. It is the weekend edition of Community Focus. It's here in our Odyssey stations every weekend and so are you. Thank you. We're not only listening, but of course, the good things you're doing in our communities. And it is another weekend to be re-engaged in great conversation. She's already a permanent member of our community focus family. And we really, at least I did, Radio Family, have such a joy in learning more about what she does with senior services, especially as the new Creative Connections and Memory Connections program that is being provided. So Anita Ford, who is the Memory Connections Project Coordinator, it's good to have you back, sis. Good morning, and how are you? Hi, good morning. I am doing very well, and thank you so much for just allowing me this uh, privilege of sharing more information. Absolutely, and we did have such a wonderful conversation. I know, Anita, for me personally, I learned so much from you about Memory Connections with Senior Services and all the wonderful services that they do provide for many of our area seniors in and around the Winston-Salem area. And we had a wonderful uh, opportunity to talk about the various programs. And we were actually engaged in conversation off air about what we wanted to talk about. And I'm so glad that the day and time has arrived for us to really continue in our great conversation, particularly as we wanted to pinpoint on the subject of dementia. And so thank you for that. Oh, thank you so much. You are very, very welcome. I appreciate it. So, so let's get let's get started, as the saying goes, okay. because uh-huh. I'm sure there is a lot more information that you want to share, and it'll certainly be great information, particularly for us, whether we are caregivers, we may have a parent or a grandparent who is unfortunately suffering from dementia. And this will be a great way to give us not only the relief that we may need, but especially the information to to help us when it comes to really coping with trying to help a particular family member, a friend, or someone we know who may have a family member that is under those particular circumstances and situations. Yes. So let's talk about the introduction and the role of what's known as SSI. First of all, what does that stand for? So SSI stands for Senior Services Incorporated. Um, we're located here in Winston-Salem, Forsyth County, off of Shore Fair Drive. People know where the Coliseum is. They they pretty much know where we're located. Exactly. Right. right. So we are just very grateful to have been a part of this community for 60 years. 
and just providing services that help aging adults remain in their home and to age with, you know, respectful and uh, just a caring way. Excellent. And as I just mentioned, you serving as the Memory Connections Project Coordinator. For those who may not have heard our conversation a while back, how long have you served in this particular role? So the project has actually been in place for a little over a year. I was actually hired as the project coordinator in February, Valentine's Day to be exact. Wow. So that is, listen, that'll be an easier date to remember when you initially got started. Absolutely. How did your passion for, for what you do serving as the Memory Connections Project Coordinator come about? What did you love for what you do to help others in our community, Anita? Sure. So there's several ways that I can answer that question. Okay. Uh, my father was diagnosed uh, with dementia. I remember um, years ago just seeing him not remember familiar things, not remember familiar people, easily getting lost, you know, in the neighborhood. And at that time, right. I had what was going on. I didn't realize that there was something going on within his brain that was irreversible and was causing him to behave in these ways that he couldn't do anything about. Mm-hmm. Um, as time has passed, I've been involved. Uh, I, I have a very extensive background in end-of-life care. So I've been involved with families who have seen their loved ones decline right. over time because of the impact. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile Essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. Act of having memory loss, uh, be it through because of Alzheimer's or because of some other type of dementia. And I was involved previously with another dementia project prior to coming to senior services and becoming the project coordinator for memory connections. But what really is so vivid is having contact with so many people who are living and caring for someone with memory loss, hearing the stories, Mm -hmm. being able to converse with them, being able to be a resource and to help them. So it's become a part of my daily life 
in regards to what I'm doing and what Senior Civil Services is doing through Memory Connections and services overall. Excellent, Anita. And no question, you have been such an added component to what Senior Services does. I have personally know about Senior Services through one of my family members when, when my grandmother and the services, the wonderful services, let me add, that she received at that time. Now, I came to know you through a mutual friend of ours who happens to serve as the vice president for community engagement and one Mr. Mm -hmm. Joel MacGyver. And so I wanted to give a shout out to Joel and to the entire staff at Senior Services. I remember not too long ago, and this had to have been before COVID-19, I had the joy and the pleasure of being invited to deliver Meals on Wheels, which many, yes, many of our listeners, I'm sure, are very familiar with that wonderful service and program Mm -hmm. that provides a delicious, and I mean, when you talk about the meals and how they are prepared, I was just blown Mm -hmm. away because I really was thinking like, okay, it's probably going to be one of those frozen TV (laughs) dinners that you can just easily pick up at a grocery (laughs) store, supermarket, but no, to have first hands on experience in delivering those meals and seeing how delicious they looked, but even more Mm -hmm. so, it wasn't just the food itself. It was the look on the faces of many of our wonderful, beautiful senior adults who otherwise are at a position in which they no longer are able to prepare meals for whatever the particular reason may be. But just to see the joy on their faces, because it's also affording them the opportunity to have company, you know, to to see others outside Mm -hmm. of immediate relatives and just spending a few minutes with them, giving them a hug, talking with them, asking, how are you doing? Just the little things Mm -hmm. that I think at times we may take for granted because we're doing that so often. It's it's just like breathing. It comes naturally. For a lot of us. And I found Mm -hmm. so much joy in just those couple of hours of going to various senior adults in their homes. And just like I said, the joy, I don't know if it warmed my heart more so than theirs or vice versa, (laughs) but it really also gave me a deeper appreciation for what you and the staff of senior services does on an everyday basis. So I can't thank you enough for this. Well, anytime you want to go on more routes, we are yes. more than happy. Thank you. Yes. We're going we're gonna to have to make that happen, Anita. Definitely, definitely. But thank you for letting me uh, share that. And again, yeah. all of the uh, wonderful experiences and particularly what you do in your role and the wonderful staff that you have. Let's, or let me rather, get into what the purpose of our discussion is. And that is, as I mentioned a few minutes ago, mm-hmm. talking about dementia, getting more of the particulars of what it is. Are Alzheimer's disease and dementia the same thing? I think that's the most common question you likely get asked or have to explain to someone. Yes, yeah. So the thing about when you hear those terms, and some people use them interchangeably, even mm-hmm. though they're different things. Right. When you think of dementia, just think of it as that umbrella term. Because you have different types of processes or other disease processes that are going on within the brain that fall up under dementia. So Alzheimer's disease is a type of dementia. You have 
frontotemporal, which is a type of dementia. You have vascular, which is a type of dementia. Mm -hmm. Parkinson's, you have a type of dementia. So again, there are different other types of disease processes that are going on within the brain. Dementia is just the umbrella term that just brings them all together as far as what dementia really is. And dementia itself simply is just a general term for memory loss. Oh, okay. That's when we say dementia, it's just a general term for memory loss. Mm-hmm. Thank it's you so much for, for that explanation, Anita. Oh, so yeah. let me yeah. ask you this. Mm-hmm. Share some information and education in the next couple of minutes we have remaining about something that's known now. The, the, the lettering is ADRD. What does that acronym stand for? So that is Alzheimer's disease and related dementias. So Again, Alzheimer's disease is a type of dementia. It has its own uh, way of how it occurs and how it affects the brain, the different things that people may see as a result of someone who has Alzheimer's disease. The thing to keep in mind is whatever type of dementia someone has, be it Alzheimer's or be it vascular or be it frontotemporal or Mm -hmm. other kinds, it comes with certain patterns and those patterns and changes in behavior help clinicians to diagnose what type of dementia a person has. So when we talk about related dementias, we may be talking about some of those other dementias other than Alzheimer's disease. Again, your frontotemporal or your vascular dementia or other types, even mixed dementias. So that's, in, in a nutshell, that's what, that's, that's what you think of when you see ADRD, Alzheimer's disease and related dementias. And thank you for sharing that, Anita, because as, as I prefaced or prefaced earlier in our conversation, that's the one beautiful thing that I have come to appreciate about having a public affairs show. And I have a tendency to repeat myself, but certain things I think bear repeating is that when we get information like this, because none of this I knew, I think I was very much like our radio family and just the general public just knowing the generalized information without going into the specifics. And I think Mm -hmm. sometimes when we do find ourselves as caregivers in that particular situation, we're not aware that all of this wonderful information is out there that can help us get a better grasp on what this disease is doing to the mind Mm -hmm. and or to the memory of a particular individual. Right. Mm Mm-hmm. And so I just thank you for that. And again, I will say this, too, that bears repeating. I am so grateful that we have part two of this program coming up. So what we're going to do, we're going to take a quick break, Anita, and again, to welcome you back to the Community Focus family. Thank you. You're so welcome. Thank you for this wonderful conversation thus far. And thank you, Radio Family, for your wonderful, engaging company as well as your listenership. And speaking of which, you are listening to the weekend edition of Community Focus, and we will return after this break. Yay. It is the weekend edition of Community Focus. Thank you, radio family. You are listening to us here on our Odyssey stations, and every weekend a fabulous opportunity to engage in conversation with members of our Community Focus family. I'm Renee Vaughn. Good to be back with you for another weekend of great conversation. And I want to welcome back a member of our Community Focus family, and Anita Ford. She serves as the Memory Connections Project Coordinator. She's been on our show before. And so, Anita, this is really furthering our original great conversation 
and not only talking about the wonderful services that senior services based out of Winston-Salem, North Carolina provides, but you promised, and I thank you for that, my sis, for coming back to really help us to get a better understanding of a term. And at some point, Anita, for any and all who are listening to this particular edition of this public affairs program is likely either serving in the capacity or role as a caregiver, whether to a parent or to a grandparent or any family member, or they know of someone who also may be in a similar situation of caring for a person who has dementia. And so I thank you so much for coming back on the program to really give us a better, if not more in-depth understanding to a generalized term of what dementia is and Mm -hmm. how it can really have an impact on our loved ones. I think the hardest thing for us, and I'll use my myself for an example with my, with my own family in watching a grandmother who thankfully lived 97 years of life. Always. it, It was, it was a blessing and it was always a joy growing up watching her so vibrant. And so alive, you know, the days that she wanted to just get up, get in the car, drive, do whatever she wanted to do. I used to Mm -hmm. love all the trips that she and her closest friends, they would take a summer vacation, if you will. They would be gone like maybe a month or two at a time and they would just drive cross country. You know, and, and of course, in, in this hectic and busy world, a lot of a lot of people may not have that opportunity to do that until they reach that retirement age, which they were at the time when I was relatively young. And, you know, they would, they would travel from here in North Carolina to all way, all the way rather out to California on the West coast. And if you think of all the States and places in between, and of course there was nothing more joyful than, and I'm going to go old school on you because I'm a kid of the seventies. So we're talking (laughs) An era and decade when Polaroids were out. So we didn't have cell phones now. (laughs) Granted, we had those Polaroid cameras where you would click that button and the picture would slide out of the camp. You remember that? (laughs) Oh, I know about that. You know about that, my dear. So we may be relatively the same age. But yeah, that was a golden era for a lot of us when looking back at those pictures, whether it's through a family or a scrap album. Or just sitting down and having oral conversations about mm-hmm. a particular family member. But then over time, we do notice there are some changes. And that's a given. As we age, not only do our bodies change, but particularly our minds. Yeah. And when I notice some of the differences that were just so foreign and unknown to me as a grandchild, you know, her particularly repeating certain things like, okay, we Mm -hmm. just had this conversation like five minutes, not even five seconds ago, but at the Mm -hmm. same time, she'll turn around and she'll talk about somebody who she knew 25, 30 years ago. And this person may even be deceased at the time, but still speaks Mm -hmm. about that person in the present as if they're still there and can pinpoint a particular memory That if you think when you're like, wait a minute, that happened 40 years ago. How do you remember what you wore, what you ate Mm -hmm. and things of that nature? And so when it was getting to that point 
it started to, to become heartbreaking for me personally, because I was starting to see a person that I had never seen before. And like we have talked about in the past, especially when it gets to the point of that individual not remembering your name, not Mm -hmm. necessarily remembering what your relationship is to that person. It it can be devastating. Absolutely devastating. And so that may be the situation for someone who is listening to this program who may be yeah. going through this and they're trying to figure out what, what is this about this dementia that's mm-hmm. causing this person to lose their sense of memory. So as we yeah. are continuing in our great conversation, let me ask you this, Anita, yeah. what causes dementia? Why does, why is this thing even in existence? So I'll talk about a couple of things in response to that. Sure. Um, first, all, there are changes that are taking place in the brain. Um, there are normal activities that are being interrupted. I won't go into technical terms or anything like that, but there are what's called protein deposits that are building up in the brain. They're interrupting normal brain activity. So some of those thought processes that are typically taking place, they're being disrupted and they're being interrupted by these abnormal protein deposits in the brain. Mm -hmm. Because this is taking place over a relatively long period of time, and I remember mentioning earlier that someone diagnosed with a type of dementia may have had this going on for up to 20 years prior to diagnosis. It's just the early time when this has taken place, it's the changes, you don't see those changes, but they're starting to slowly take place in the brain. But over time, it, it causes the brain to even shrink in size. And again, because it's affecting the whole brain, right. you're seeing changes outwardly over time as it becomes more prominent. And those interruptions in the brain have really, really magnified. So, I'm sorry, and I didn't mean to cut you off, but I just wanted to interject yeah. by saying, This gives me personally a better understanding because sometimes we may think, oh, they just forgot about a particular thing for one day. But like you said, Mm -hmm. if if this particular disease is affecting the whole brain and we're Mm -hmm. we're noticing that this forgetfulness is -hmm. becoming more and more current, it's okay if it's, you know, spaced in between. Well, maybe just for that one particular incident. But when this individual who is near and dear to us is forgetting a lot more than what we are usually accustomed to, that that should send a red flag to us that there is something going on. Yes, yes. And and the other part that I wanted to add to that is that there are some disease processes also that can promote, you know, the memory loss, such as persons who have diabetes or persons who have, you know, vascular issues such as um, high blood pressure. These things also impact the brain, the blood flow Mm -hmm. and how well, you know, that brain can function in the the wake of these diseases that are apparent as well. Their trauma can also be um, the result of someone getting dementia. So again, there's there's several different things that may, you know, set up the the brain for an environment where dementia occurs. That's an excellent point because I just had this thought to enter my mind. And let me ask you this, Anita: mm-hmm. What about mood swings? What role does that play, particularly if we are noticing that maybe this person can be so happy-go-lucky one day and then the next day? 
They're either in such a deep state of depression. There may be even some degree of anger or just something that's just not typically normal with that individual. Yeah, there is a part of the brain that controls our personality. And when that part of the brain is impacted by dementia or the the changing processes that occur because of the cellular activity, then you're going to start seeing Mm -hmm. those things that occur with a person. What people or what we as individuals need to acknowledge and recognize is that Sometimes we see these signs early and we, we think it's something else. Right. We tend to mm-hmm. ignore them and say, oh, they're, they're just senile. You know, they're right. They're now. just getting older now. Getting old, you know. But it's more than that. And actually, there are warning signs mm-hmm. for, for that individuals may exhibit, such as, you know, first of all, that memory loss. Well, it's not just that ordinary memory loss. I forgot my keys. Right. And you can reach and find those keys, mm-hmm. but it's when you forget something and you you just you totally just cannot remember again simply how to turn a doorknob or how to cut on an oven or you know where the bathroom is in your house. That's memory loss. That's when something is really going on, and, and individuals may see this in a loved one and just think again it, it's just aging. You know, we see those challenges like in being able to solve problems. You know, being able to put a key in a door and turn it the correct way. Just basic things, you know, that that may happen. Absolutely, Anita. And I I Mm -hmm. wanted to also add to to this great conversation that we're having because it also made me think of two. And we may have talked about this the last time you were on our public affairs program. But Uh I do recall very briefly because I didn't have an opportunity to fully read the article. It may have been just a headline that caught my attention, but it was basically saying because we may typically as a society think that dementia only happens to individuals who are in their maybe 70s or 80s, maybe a a decade earlier, say in the 60s. But Mm -hmm. the truth of the matter is dementia can really strike us at any age. There are some 40-something year olds, maybe even younger in that age bracket that are suffering from this. That is so correct. That is so correct. There are individuals who may be in their early 50s who are signs of dementia. Um, Again, it is not just, and I say this in quotations, for aging adults. Um, Younger individuals can have memory loss. That definitely can happen. So let me ask you the next obvious question, Anita. Is there a cure for dementia? I'm so sorry. Did you say, is there a cure for dementia? Yes, I did. Oh, okay. No, there unfortunately is not a cure for dementia. Once that activity and that that damage occurs in the brain, it Mm -hmm. is progressive. What is hopeful is Mm -hmm. that when memory loss is detected, be it by the individual themselves or by someone that they know, uh, that they are reaching out to their primary health care provider and look into getting those that testing done to determine is this memory loss or is something else going on exactly that's a very good point let me anita say again thank you so much for being a part of our public affairs program and to welcome some of you who may be joining us it is the weekend edition of community focus this is our public affairs show heard on our odyssey stations every weekend a chance to hear 
as we engage in great conversation on various topics of discussion. Our purpose for this weekend is the discussion of Alzheimer's and dementia, and it is such a pleasure to get and to go to those who can provide us with the information we need. This particular weekend, it's the Memory Connections Project Coordinator with Senior Services, Anita Ford, joining me. Anita, what individuals or communities are at high risk for being diagnosed with dementia, and what are some of the reasons this might be? So the individuals who are at highest risk are are actually African-Americans. The next population would be your Hispanic and Latino populations. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. African-Americans are twice as likely to be diagnosed with with Alzheimer's disease or some type of dementia. Your Hispanic or Latino individuals are one and a half times as likely. And this is in comparison to, you know, the Caucasian population. Uh, There are some similarities there in regards to some socioeconomic factors, um, you know, level of education, uh, ability to access care, uh, education. There are some factors that are kind of what we would call controllable, Mm -hmm. such as issues with weight gain, the way that we eat, the foods that we eat. You know, there are certain types of food that we really love. Exactly. It's okay to eat moderation, but, you know, kind of having more of a, you know, a closer look at what we, we take into our bodies. Mm-hmm. Um, sometimes, and uh, I've mentioned this earlier, you have the, the health issues, you know, persons who are diabetics, persons who have issues with their blood pressure, which could, again, promote different types of dementia as well. With uh, African-Americans, there is still that mistrust of the healthcare mm-hmm. system. So, you know, historically, there are some things that have occurred that have created, again, this ongoing mistrust with mm-hmm. the healthcare system. So that may be a hindrance in regards to the, the type of research that's needed and to have more African-Americans to participate in research so that we can be more help for future generations who may be facing memory loss and current generations as well. Absolutely. And and thank you for touching on that, Anita, because sadly, when we think about various diseases, whether it is hypertension or high blood pressure or cancer or cholesterol, sadly, it seems that when it comes to a particular group, African-Americans, we top the list when it comes yeah. to those numbers and the disparity between our health compared to other races. And you're right, a lot of that has to, when we think back to the history of our eating habits. I mean, we can take Mm -hmm. it all the way back, but I'm not going to get into the details of it. When we go back to slavery Mm -hmm. days, when we think about Mm -hmm. the way that many families in that time period prepare foods, it was totally high in fat, depending upon, Mm -hmm. you know, what particular meat that we were eating because obviously we had to add things to, to you know, bring about what we call flavor <laughs> to our foods. Mm-hmm. And that was a generational thing because whatever yeah. was typically introduced in the home was passed down from generation to generation. And Correct. so, yeah. you know, and like you said, we want to be in a position where no doubt is particularly for those of us who are parents, we want to be there for our kids And there are just sadly so many children who are losing their parents because of these health disparities, because someone has had Mm -hmm. a heart attack, 
because someone mm-hmm. is on dialysis, because someone has type 2 diabetes that in a lot of cases may not be reversible because so much right. damage to the body or to the brain has been done. Yeah. So let me yeah. ask you this. Speaking of the resources in our community, what is available for persons with dementia in addition to what you do with Memory Connections? Okay, so yes, we've talked about senior services. And again, there are many, many resources available because the overall goal for senior services is to help aging adults remain in their home. Right. So number one, contacting us because we have resource specialists and that is what they do. They listen to what is needed and based on what is shared with them, they're able to provide, you know, what is available, what's, mm-hmm. what's in the community that a person can access to help them. Memory Connections, the project that I've been very blessed to be a part of is filled with resources for individuals who have memory loss mm-hmm. or who potentially may be diagnosed with memory loss. You know, we have the care consultation, the telephone-based program. They follow the individual for six months and help them through that dementia journey and, and again, provide resources as to how they can best help them. The uh, educational activities, this is actually one of the educational activities mm-hmm. that is being able to to share with the radio audience, you know, what's there and what can be accessed for individuals with memory loss. We have caregiver support groups. There's also the wonderful program of having an occupational therapist go into the home because sometimes there are behavioral challenges with persons uh, who have memory loss and to have someone go assess that situation and to provide a plan of care to help with that. Uh, I do not by any means want to overlook or neglect the partners that are part of this and making Mm -hmm. all of this happen Mm -hmm. because Wake Health, Wake Forest Baptist Dick Center, Novant Health Memory Care Center, the Shepherd Center of Greater Winston-Salem, Wake Forest University, Maya Angelou Center for Health Equity, and Winston-Salem State University are all a part of Memory Connections. And so that is just, you talk about expertise, you know, that's accessible to someone who is interested in being a part of memory connections. Absolutely. Uh, Yes, yes. (laughs) And I didn't mean to cut you off because I'm I'm over here just smiling, Anita, because (laughs) I feel as if you you are reading my mind or my thoughts because I I wanted to go back and talk about the support group for caregivers because I really think that this mm-hmm. particular discussion we are having hopefully will really help an individual because a lot of times the caregiver may be the sole individual looking mm-hmm. after that particular person, whether it's a parent or a grandparent, particularly for us, for those of us rather, who are single individuals. We don't have a mate. We don't have mm-hmm. children. We don't have another person per se who's helping us. So we're so we're sort of overwhelmed with Mm -hmm. this responsibility of caring for another person, as opposed to say there is a husband and a wife who may have an aging parent or an aging loved one. And at least they have that additional component. But then again, there Mm -hmm. are some who who really don't have anybody. It's just them. And like I said, that can be overwhelming. No question Mm -hmm. about that. Yeah, that caregiver 
all of a sudden, and and some, and I do mean that literally. Mm-hmm. Sometimes they are suddenly responsible. Exactly. For they love and who needs twenty four seven care. Exactly. And I, I just spoke to someone just last week wow. and I heard their story mm-hmm. and they thought that their mother was going to actually die in the hospital. Well she got better. But unfortunately someone else accessed her resources and wasted them. Oh. So the the child now is caring for their mother mm-hmm. whose resources are gone. Oh. And he is like, I never would have imagined yeah. that this would have happened. Exactly. And that was in, in within 24 hours. Oh, wow. Anita. Yes. Yes, absolutely. But as far as the support groups, they are done face-to-face. Mm-hmm. They're done virtually. It's done through the Atrium Health Wake Forest Baptist Stick Center and the Novant Health Memory Care Center. So they have merged. And what they do is together they collaborate and provide these support groups. Some are here at Senior Services on Shorefair Drive, mm-hmm. other ones again virtually. And there's also some that are held at our Williams Adult Day Center as well. So we're trying to, you know, help as many individuals as possible who are in the position of being that uh, one to care for someone that they love who is experiencing memory loss. Excellent, Anita. And that's part of what uh, what's also known as the WADC that you just mentioned. So I really appreciate you including that. And with that particular experience that you just shared in your experience, how have you seen caring for a loved one affect that particular caregiver? Well, with that uh, type of particular caregiver, number one, the, the main thing to think about is they're going to be overwhelmed. I mean, they're already overwhelmed, number one, because of what, but they are definitely going to face uh, a lot of the unknown in regards to what do I do? And, and, and now how do I care for this person and how do I balance everything within the course of a day? So they're sort of like learning as they go along because there's so much new territory for them to cover. The thing about the support groups is that it helps them to, realize some of the things that they're going to encounter. They mm-hmm. realize they're not alone. There are other individuals who are going through what they are going through as well. So there's right. an opportunity to yes. share there. Yes. One of the other huge issues is that lack of self-care. Mm-hmm. And so, mm-hmm. you know, it goes back to the, the thing that we hear about the airline, you know, put your oxygen mask on first so that you can help somebody else. Right. Well, it's going to be difficult for a caregiver to provide that care to their loved one if they're not taking care of themselves. So we really do a, a hard push in regards to like, let's see what resources are there for you because you have to take care of yourself as well. And so again, that comes with the support groups that comes with another um, part that we have called OMA, which is open in minds through arts. And so if someone wants to attend a support group here at Shore Fair, they can bring their loved one who has memory loss while they're in their support group, we have the individual with memory loss working on art. And so that's, a, that's just a, a way to kind of help support them right. as they are um, trying to take care of themselves as well. So we have to look at every situation individually. Absolutely. Some support systems are stronger than others. 
But we really want everybody to know that we want to help as much as we can based on what those needs are. Absolutely. It it reminds me, Anita, of leaving no stone unturned, if that's possible. Exactly. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Now, what can a person do if they do believe someone they know is having memory loss or showing signs of dementia? The first thing probably is, number one, take it seriously. Don't don't ignore it. Um, don't just sort of think that it's something that's going to go away because if it's true memory loss, it's not going away. The next thing would be to actually, if, if you're able, have a conversation with the person. Um, you know, if it's, if it's your mother or sister, you know, someone that you're very close to, just pick a very good time and say, I really want to share something with you. I've noticed that. Yeah. And, you know, just kind of share whatever it is that you've noticed with them. Mm-hmm. Let them know that you're there to support them, that yes. you want to help them. Um, but it starts with a conversation. Um, hopefully the individual is open to some assistance, mm-hmm. maybe going and getting that testing done to determine is it truly memory loss or is there right. something else that's going on that's impacting their day-to-day behavior and their abilities to care for themselves or just to take care of uh, day-to-day needs. And again, what individuals may lack, and this is where it gets a a little unnerving, Mm -hmm. especially for individuals who live alone and who may have dementia or some type of memory loss, is a support system. So sometimes neighbors may call and say, I have a neighbor and I know that they have memory loss because they're doing this. Right. You know, they may be out uh, three in the morning sweeping the sidewalk or they may be wandering around in the yard or things that the neighbor knows it is unsafe and there may be some concerns there. So having the conversation, seeing if the person is willing to receive some assistance and some help, um, calling us, seeing if we can be of help as well. Excellent. And that transitions beautifully, Anita. Look what you did there. How does someone get in contact with Senior Services if they do have questions about accessing your services? Sure, sure, absolutely. So there are a couple of ways that they can reach us. They can go on the website, which is seniorservicesinc.org, and you can go to the website. You can find memory connections there. You can find a listing of all of the services that are there as well. Our main number is 725, area code 336-725-0907. That is the main number there. Also, um, we would love to have anybody who's interested in volunteering and helping us in regards to the community at large and helping aging individuals. Um, So, yeah, look us up on the website or give us a call. And there is a direct number to the Memory Connections line, and that number is 336-721-6966. And there would be someone from our care consultation team to respond to that call and to see how we can assist you. Wonderful. Well, Anita Ford, my sister, thank you so much. Serving as the Memory Connections Project Coordinator with Senior Services, thank you for what you do, Mama, and please keep up the great work. (laughs) Thank you so much. And again, thank you for having me and Absolutely. I hope it's-
that many people are helped through uh, what you've allowed to be shared today. Absolutely. And thank you for what you shared with all of us, Anita. It is greatly appreciated. And I thank you, family, for the good things you're doing in our communities as well. Keep up the great work. Yes, we bring to a close another fabulous conversation here on the weekend edition of Community Focus. Radio family, please stay safe. Enjoy the rest of your weekend and definitely take care. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. Calling all pop culture enthusiasts. Are you obsessed with all things celebrity? Do you live for the drama, the laughs, and the unexpected moments that unfold on social media? then you're going to want to tune in to the Comments by Celebs podcast. Join us three times a week as we deep dive into every aspect of pop culture. Whether it's dissecting the latest trends or just chatting about your favorite celebs, Comments by Celebs has you covered. We have new episodes out every week. Follow and listen to Comments by Celebs on the free Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts.